What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome back to the Autumn Wind Podcast, coming to you here after a 28-14 loss on the road, kind of, in Los Angeles against the Chargers in what felt like a home game at SoFi Stadium for the silver and black. It was another slow start for the Raiders, and unfortunately, they were unable to overcome that as the Raiders fall to 3-1 and on the season. But guess what? I'm here to break it all down here on the Autumn Wind Podcast. Let's jump right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a tough game to watch as the Raiders have their first loss of the season, 28-14 in Los Angeles to the Chargers on Monday Night Football, and it was a bizarre game. I thought it was unique to have a lightning delay in an indoor stadium, and that kind of set the tone for uh, the rest of the game, and I thought it was fitting As I'm watching the show, or the game rather, in my living room, it's just a lightning show in the sky, all game, and unfortunately it was the same at SoFi Stadium as the Chargers really took it to the Raiders early and often in this game. Uh, A late comeback attempt was not enough as ultimately the Raiders fell, but a little bit of a concerning trend for me. Although the Raiders are 3-1, which is fantastic, In three out of those four games, they've fallen behind 14-0 to the Ravens, yes, 14-0 to the Dolphins, and then 21-0 to the Chargers. And that's ultimately not going to be a sustainable recipe for John Gruden and company. You just can't play catch-up. I think the offense in those three games, and heck, even in the Pittsburgh game, just looks very, very sluggish to open games. The offensive line's not getting movement. Carr comes out of the gates a little bit too conservative. And the Raiders play catch-up. And all of a sudden, when they find themselves down, they have no choice but to open the offense up. And and Carr starts to sling it. And I know he has 25 comeback wins in his career, which is great. But it seems like sometimes he waits until things go south to just cut it loose. And uh, that, that's probably one of my bigger indictments on Carr. I like Carr, and I think he's, he's had a good season, but uh, I think that would be a fair criticism of him. But, yeah, the Raiders start off slow. In fact, the offense only had one first down in the entire first half, which obviously is not going to cut it. They had more penalty yards than actual offensive yards in the first half as well. And then Justin Herbert diced up the defense for three first-half touchdowns, so the Raiders were down 21-0 at halftime. A third-quarter surge by the Raiders gave us some life with 14 unanswered points thanks to the GOAT, Hunter Renfro, and one of the best tight ends in football, Darren Waller, with respective touchdowns, bringing it to 14-0. So you could start to hear all the Silver and Black fans getting into the game there in the third quarter as the Raiders made a push. And then driving down 21-14, to 14, Carr hits Ruggs on a 50-plus yard bomb. And the Raiders are in business. Chargers territory, an opportunity to, uh, to tie the game potentially. And then on a third down, Carr gets sacked. And then Daniel Carlson misses a 52-yard field goal, and the Chargers get a short field. So... We're talking about the Raiders almost making the complete comeback to tie the game 
to the Chargers get the ball on a short field, and they follow that up with going for it on fourth and two, and Jared Cook, former Raider, makes a sensational catch over former Charger Denzel Perriman, and then Austin Eckler scampers for a touchdown at that point. Uh, the game is virtually lost. Uh, Carr follows it up with missing rugs on, an, on a deep touchdown and then throwing an interception to Derwin James, and that essentially solidified the win for the L.A. Chargers. So not going to overreact after one loss. I think what I'm more curious to see is how the Raiders respond to this loss. Uh, I, I think we've seen them deal with success this year. They, they bounce back after a short week, week one, uh, after the Ravens game to beat the Steelers on the road. Let's see how they react after a loss. Let's see how they, they deal with failure. With another short week with Khalil Mack and company coming to town to Vegas. But uh, overall, I thought Carr was okay. I thought it was a tale of two halves for Derek Carr. Obviously a very rough outing in the first half. He had a very hot third quarter with the two touchdowns to uh, to Renfro and Waller. And then in the fourth quarter, outside of the deep throw to Ruggs, I thought he was okay. So probably his worst game of the season so far out of the four games. Finished with 196 yards, two touchdowns, and the interception. But to be frank with you, when I look at this 3-1 and one Raiders team, what concerns me the most uh, on both sides of the ball, really all three phases, is the offensive line. Carr was sacked four times today. And in fact, the Raiders uh, through week four have allowed the fifth most sacks in the league with 12. That's definitely concerning. I think rookie Alex Leatherwood has struggled big time. Uh, he's had penalties. He has had um, many uh, one-on-ones in which he's lost and given up sacks. You saw that with Joey Bosa tonight. And uh, he's looked like a rookie. He's looked like a rookie. Now, we've all seen Colton Miller bounce back after a rocky rookie season. Let's hope that Leatherwood can continue to improve. But really, it's not just on Leatherwood. I would say outside of Colton Miller, the entire offensive line has looked atrocious, to be blunt, through four games. The Rodney Hudson trade is not aging well, as is the Gabe Jackson trade. And uh, the running game has just been non-existent all year. Josh Jacobs... He's just not healthy. He's not healthy. And, and when you add in a, a struggling offensive line, it's not a recipe for success. Jacobs ran the ball 13 times tonight for only 40 yards, 3.1 yards per carry. And the entire Raiders offense ran for 48 yards in total, which was in stark contrast to how well the Chargers ran the ball, which I'll touch on in a second. I think in general, the Raiders... Uh, uh, wide receivers and obviously their tight ends are, are probably the strength of the team. I think Ruggs has uh, uh, shown a lot of development. And in fact, he's somebody that's exciting me long-term because uh, he is becoming consistent. He's starting to string together game after game after game with some production. Obviously, he had the big deep catch tonight. Uh, in each of the first four games, he has had at least one catch of 20-plus yards. So that's exciting. Waller, who obviously draws a ton of attention, didn't have monster numbers today. He had four receptions for 50 yards, but you saw he had that power forward-esque jump ball touchdown in the end zone. And then what can I say about Hunter Renfro? And uh, yeah, he had the nice touchdown catch, but obviously the play of the entire game really was the pass breakup 
by Hunter Renfro. On a fake punt where the gunner was uncovered, Renfro had the field and situational awareness to run up and make a play and delivered a big hit, breaking up the pass and getting the Raiders the ball back. So Hunter Renfro, I think, is, is one of the unsung heroes of this 3-1 start. Uh, that guy is sensational, and he is uh, truly one of the, the gems of the John Gruden era. And speaking of pass breakups for Hunter Renfro, we may need him to play corner next week because the secondary is pretty banged up as we switch gears to the defensive side of the ball. Casey Hayward, Trayvon Mullen, and Damon Arnett all went out with injuries, uh, which is tough. Uh, we're getting really thin in the secondary. And in fact, I actually thought Amik Robertson outplayed Damon Arnett, and he should be uh, ahead of him in the depth chart. It's It's disappointing to say, but... Damon Arnett has not really shown signs of progression to me under Gus Bradley. Obviously, Jonathan Abram has. I can't say the same about Damon Arnett. In fact, I think he's a liability that should not be on the field, period. The defense is much improved over 2020. There's no doubt about that. Going into this game, the defense was the 15th scoring defense in the league. But there are some areas of opportunity. In fact, the Raiders are not very good against the run. They're not very good against the run. Austin Eckler today, 117 yards, 7.8 yards per carry, and one touchdown. The Raiders are giving up the second most yards per carry in the league this year through four games, so that's an area of concern. And I think one area that really hurt the silver and black defense today was fourth down. The Chargers were 4 of 4 on 4th down conversions. And obviously that Jared Cook 4th and 2 conversion late in the 4th quarter was ultimately the difference maker and the deciding factor in the game. Because you get that stop, you give a hot Raiders offense a short field. One area that I think the Raiders defense has improved significantly in over last year is the pass rush. Last week it was Solomon Thomas. Last two weeks really. Week 1 was Max Crosby. Tonight was Darius Phylon playing his former team. He had two sacks, which is awesome, which is awesome. So the Raiders fall today to 3-1. and one. I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to overreact. I still like the direction this team's going in. I still think this team has a legitimate shot at the AFC West this year uh, through, through four games. But overall, I think the offensive line issues are very, very, very concerning. And hopefully that changes. Hopefully that changes. But uh, the Raiders just can't continue to spot teams 14 points, 21 points, and expect to be competitive. They just can't do it. It's not going to be sustainable. I know we had some thrilling come-from-behind victories against the Dolphins and Ravens. And for a second, thought we were going to do the same tonight. But at the end of the day, it's not going to be sustainable if this team wants to play deep into January and February. So quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. Playing the Bears in Vegas coming up. It'll be the John Gruden revenge game against himself. 2.0. Playing Khalil Mack for the second time since the trade. And uh, will it be Andy Dalton? Will it be Justin Fields? Ultimately, we'll find out. But uh, the Raiders uh, will come back on a short week home in a crucial game against the Chicago Bears in week five. And I'll be there to cover the whole thing. That's a wrap 
for this week's edition of the Autumn Wind Podcast. If today's your first time tuning into the show, I appreciate you checking us out, and I encourage you to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Pod. It was not the result we wanted today, but guess what? The silver and black will be back, and I am confident as we go into week five against the Chicago Bears. I hope everybody's safe. I hope everybody's doing well. And as always, just win, baby.